0: Well folks, it's that time of year again. We're inching even closer to summer temperatures and yet another Atlanta Food & Wine Festival. And this festival is packed with opportunities to learn from chefs throughout the region and even the country, experience some incredible dinners, and see and meet friends old and new and a whole lot more. And this year's festival has a really special theme. It's called Off the Eaten Path. See what they did there? But it's the undertold and lesser-known stories of the culinary South. So I thought it'd be great to catch up with a few folks that you may know right here from Atlanta. And that's none other than Mayor Wanda Rani of Chai Pani Restaurant Group, Melissa Davis of Revelator and Hazel Janes, Jen Yi of Resurgence Hospitality Group, and finally, the founder of Atlanta Food and Wine Festival, Elizabeth Feichter. And I wanted to get their thoughts on this year's festival, what they're looking forward to, and especially what to look out for. So, first up, I caught up with Chef Jen Yi of Resurgence, and this is the group that comprises Restaurant Eugene, Holman and & Finch, and many more. So, here she is. Jen, it's nice to speak with you again. Welcome back to the Atlanta Foodcast, and good morning to you.
1: Good morning. It's great to be
0: back. (laughs) I know it's been a while. I think we were just talking. Yeah, it's been quite some time. Yeah, I think it's. uh, We were just talking. It's been just about a year since you were on the show, so it's nice to to have you back. And this time we're we're talking about well, still food, obviously, because that's that's all we ever talk about. But this time we're talking about Atlanta food and wine. So, which is in like two weeks. Um, So, I wanted to talk to you about this year's theme, which is off the eaten path, and you know, especially talking about. You know, the lesser-known stories are the less-traveled paths from a culinary perspective in the South. So, talk to me about, like, what that theme really means to you.
1: Well, off the eaten path, you know, I was looking at uh, the calendar recently of, um, you know, all the different events that are taking place that weekend. And there are a lot of things um, celebrating Arkansas and the Arkansas food scene, which like, I didn't even know Arkansas had a food chain. Um, <laughs> I mean, to me, that's, that's very much off the beaten path. I know nothing about Arkansas, shamefully. Um, I'm actually watching the third season of True Detective right now, and it's based in Arkansas. And, like, that's basically my experience with Arkansas is, um, you know, from a, from a detective crime show so um i'm very curious to see um what these chefs are doing what arkansas cuisine or food is uh, maybe you know the the terroir or or the agriculture is a little bit different from what we're getting in you know the more popular southern states like georgia and, and alabama um and louisiana and uh so i'd be curious to see what is coming out of arkansas right now i mean that was the biggest surprise that was the biggest sort of oh yeah never even considered arkansas thankfully
0: (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean i I think in a good way it's um you know especially from your perspective you know in the in the culinary world like being a part of a really you know vibrant community here in atlanta finding what those lesser known stories or less lesser known or lesser taken paths, you know, coming from a place like Arkansas, it's, it's nice to see some of those stand out. And it's a rich story from, from a culinary perspective, you know, people who are doing things that are, you know, either culinarily daring or different, or, you know, just telling a different side of the story.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to, to hear that story and maybe taste some things,
0: yeah, for sure. Well, speaking of tasting some things, tell me about what you have coming up at the festival in just a few weeks. And also, what are you looking forward to being a part of?
1: Uh, well, the things that I'm, I'm a part of two events. Um, I'll be doing a dinner with um, some other chefs uh, on Thursday night. So that's the first night of the festival. Um, It's called Powerful and Delicious, Heart and Heritage. And it's basically going to include um, me and some other female chefs. And we're going to be cooking a meal that's based on our uh, ethnic heritage and how we incorporate our new Southern home or our Southern home into that food. So I'm excited about that. I haven't met any of the, the chefs um, that are doing this dinner, so I'll be excited to do that, to work alongside them. Um, and then I'll be doing – I'll be pairing up with Katie Keith and Kaylee Laird. Uh, Kaylee is at Rhubarb in Asheville. Yeah. And Katie Keith is um, at McCrady's.
0: Right, right. Right. Right.
1: Um, so we are going to have basically a discussion about why salt and sweet work so well together. It's called sugar and spice. That that discussion. That's awesome. And so uh, we're gonna get together. we we I think we've kind of agreed on going with a more um, scientific route. Not not necessarily having a demo of, you know, making salty, sweet things, but just talking and discussing why salt um, complements sweet so, so, you know, in such a cool way. So, and and I think as as we're all restaurant-based pastry chefs, and I think uh, we have a lot of things to say about that because, you know, we are working alongside a savory team. Uh, so I think it'll be a fun discussion. For we will sure. have some little tasting bites, but, um, I think it'd be a good place for professionals and, um, you know, people who cook at home to sit in and, and hear what we've got.
0: For sure. And I love that, especially coming from the perspective of, um, knowing some of your desserts. Uh, that's a really, that's a really fun pairing for you. Cause I know that that's, um, that's something that, sh- that you're pretty, uh, pretty often bending your ear towards is the combination of salty and sweet or savory and sweet, which I love.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's imperative to have that anyway in a in a dish. Um, but you know, not everybody. I think a lot of people understand it without even really knowing it, but to 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 point it out and to understand why it it really works so well. Um, would be an
0: interesting topic. So, I also wanted to catch up with Marwan from from Pani Restaurant Group. And, you know, his restaurants and their cuisine offer such a special place in the Atlanta dining community and especially my heart. So, here's Marwan. What are some of the stories that, you know, you've, I mean, because you've been a part of Food & Wine for a few years right. now. And, right. You right. Know, so, I mean, just kind of knowing that, like having that that base layer of, of knowledge of, like, how the festival ebbs and flows, but then thinking of you know, yeah. What What are those stories that that are that are kind of told throughout this weekend?
2: Well, I mean, you know, for me, my personal bias has always been when I go to a food and wine festival in a city, is it actually representing the city? Is it actually representing, you know, where people want to eat and just the diversity of the city? And and usually the answer is not really. There's a formula. You know, the chefs are invited. They're all usually chefs that are you know have some accolades, notoriety, press, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. makes sense. Couldn't know, have done the people that are buying tickets who want to come and and meet with the superstars and then rub shoulders with with the chefs that they may have read about or heard about or in TV. Um, but often you know, you know, it's like the Highway to me is not off the main path. I mean, it's it is the path, and and you know, whether it's a um restaurants doing stuff that doesn't fit into the norm of what people think of when they go to a food and wine um is i think what this year's is supposed to be about um and because of that i decided to play a more prominent role than i normally do normally i come in and just do you know one event and, and try to fit it in formula and and this year they were like no man just spread like um to do what you say, honey that's we're trying to show people that the South isn't just about collards and you know um, uh, fried chicken and right. and biscuits and and I'm not saying that that's what Atlanta food wine is about and always is about I'd say absolutely there's a lot going on, but thematically because you're in the South you just keep coming back to these things and for me personally with this food and wine festival I'm trying to get away as far away from those as possible I mean you know, um it, it's, thematically is what happens a lot oh, we're going to do kimchi with collards. I mean, I'm like, well, why not just do kimchi the way you actually do it? Because if you go down to Beaufort Highway, there's going to be a place where you get amazing kimchi without it necessarily having to be, oh, look at all these southern ingredients we're using. Right. Um, so that's what I'm trying to do personally at the Food Line this year. I mean, for with the master class with the Lee brothers, I'm doing straight up pale puri, like showing somebody, you know, I'm assuming a bunch of uh, people, ate built for you at home or 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 not even really experienced it to say you can make this at home and this is not this is no longer Ooh, isn't this fun and cool and exotic just take a look around atlanta and just see hell take a look on the south and just see how many indian restaurants are doing really cool variations in food besides just curry right um and um you know at the uh at the um the VIP tent, the American Express VIP tent, they wanted me to, do you know, they asked me to do a handful of bites, and you know, instead of sort of a more traditional fare, you know, your your hors d'oeuvres that probably look familiar to everybody. Right. They're like, no, just go for it. Sending so i you little hamburgers, masala, smashed potatoes. They see salad. I, I, I'm not trying to fusion it. I'm not trying to southernify it. I'm just going to like, this is a part of the South too. Yeah. Um, you may not think of it as being a part of the South, but it doesn't need Southern ingredients to be Southern. It can be Southern just because there's lots of Indians here and we've been here for a long time and we've been, uh, and we've been making this food for a long time. I mean, God, Chaipani Decatur is an institution for God's sake. So when you talk about like what's the quintessential Atlantic experience, I know there isn't one, there's many, but I would like to believe that Chaipani Decatur is one of those quintessential Atlantic experiences. Um, yeah, you
0: know, I, I, uh, yeah. 100% agree with you, man. And especially you know, with, uh, you know, being in like something in a, in a tasting tent type of environment, you know, like when I mean, you were serving like caviar and bellinis, like that's cool. And I'm sure it makes everybody feel great. But like, like you said earlier, I mean, food is good. Like if it's good food, it's good food everywhere. And you know, if it, if it has something with cultural importance to a different region of the world, I feel like people should eat it.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And especially if it's tasty. And, um, and then the, the third thing I'm doing, you know, which really is sort of trying to showcase this idea for Off the Beaten Path is I'm doing a, um, uh, a spice, sort of a seminar on spices. And
0: oh, very cool.
2: Um, collaborating with um, with the uh, the brewer, Trace, at uh, Highlands Brewery here, who's using Spicewell of Spices to come up with these new beers that he's been working on. That's awesome. And so he's using coriander and chinchilla and a bunch of stuff from us, and he's got two beers, and we're trying to show people that when you think of spices, it's not just about food, especially Indian spices. Um, you'll be surprised at how many ways you can use, uh, you know, spices that in – a non-traditional thing in a very traditional way. So we're showing him how you can use them in pickling, just straight up, you know, old school pickling and also in beer. Um, and that's cool because it's not using spices to cook food with.
0: You know, and I had to hear from my dear friend, Melissa Davis of Revelator and Hazel Janes. And she's doing some really, really cool things at the festival this year. And here's what she had to say. Melissa, how are you?
3: I'm good. How
0: are you? I'm well. <laughs> it is so nice to speak with you yet again. I feel like we get to we get to do a lot of fun things behind microphones, which is always a blast. Um, we do. Yes, but I wanted to catch up with you about this year's Atlanta Food and Wine Festival. So. Um, you know, the, the, the main thing that I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, is the theme, you know, being off the Eaton path and then, you know, stories from like the culinary south. So I wanted to get your thoughts on the theme and, you know, really what that means from your perspective on storytelling uh, throughout the festival.
3: Absolutely. I mean, I think um, in particular Atlanta as a kind of pillar of not only Southern dining, but we're also such a melting pot of humans that we've embraced. The, like idea of fusion without using that, that word really um, in so much of our cooking here in the south you know you have people like putting together taking classic Southern dishes like cabbage and putting every kind of flair on it possible. You know, we have Korean tacos on on the West side and Ryan Smith doing kind of Asian style Southern food in grant park. And like everyone's kind of putting their own little flair on what it means to be a Southern chef. Right. And I think that's what really sets us apart, um, as a culinary community.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and give me an idea. You know, like what what are some of the things that you're doing this year at the festival specifically? Like, what do you have going on next weekend? Uh,
3: so I'm I'm focused on Friday, which is awesome. I'm just there all day, crushing. Um, I'm part <laughs> of the uh, Southern Sizzler uh, Friday afternoon, so it'll be lots of spicy food and bright, refreshing drinks to kind of balance that out. And then uh, Friday evening, I'm doing the most fun thing ever we're putting together an amazing panel of chefs and sombs and we're doing a final feast uh kind of collaboration discussion about what we would want to eat and drink as our final meals which is going to be so 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 much fun i'm excited to work with that group of people it's gonna be awesome
0: dude that sounds like a blast <laughs>
3: oh yeah well and in classic melissa i don't want to give anything away but i went with my my three favorite things so uh Stay tuned. If you follow anything that about me on Instagram, you will know what those things
0: are. <laughs> well, I'm excited I'll get to to be there on Friday. So that's uh that's awesome. But I'll um I'll see you at the festival.
3: I'll see you then.
0: Awesome. Lastly but certainly never least, I caught up with the festival's founder, Elizabeth Feichter. And you know the festival is in its ninth year, and I always look forward to catching up with her on what's new and what's happening. So here's Elizabeth. Elizabeth Feichter, welcome back to the Atlanta Foodcast. How are you?
4: I'm good, Ben. How are you?
0: I'm so happy to have your NPR voice back on the show. That's well, great. I'm happy to bring it. Yeah. Can you believe it's been like a maybe more than a year? A year? More than a year? I, I think remember. we
4: talked a little while before the festival last year. Yeah. It was like,
0: a, I feel like we're closing in on. It was 1987. Yes. yes. And I was definitely planning alcohol events at that <laughs> yes. point. In my life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's so nice to have you back on the show, which means <laughs> that we are imminent uh we are within the window of i can see the light yeah can you see the light <laughs> of, i can see the of, bourbon <laughs> of it of it being over or of it starting which starting. one yeah, both i'm just kidding yeah, over um, is what it, i mean <laughs> <laughs> no. but it's it's crazy like i think every single year it comes up with just like i can't believe that you know like the, the whatever festival you look forward to you know in atlanta uh but to me it's always a surprise like i can't believe it's already you know close to that point of like middle of spring, late spring yeah. edging into summer. It's like, Holy crap. Like Atlanta food and wine's coming back around. I had this it's conversation
4: like, this morning with Kelly, one of my colleagues. And mm-hmm. he was like, I swear, like, I know it's coming, but it's really coming. And yeah. why does it go so fast?
0: Yeah. I know. Like it's, it's here and gone, but I mean, gosh, it's, um, it's always really fun to like kind of get up to that, uh, get up to that weekend and to think (laughs) now like two weeks from now i mean like we'll be in the middle of all of it which is going to be great but it's friday at 12 12 we are having a beer on a porch right now oh yep we sure are yep um basically right now basically basically. It's we are water, surrounded by quite a, a bit of, yeah, we're, we're surrounded by alcohol, which I think the juxtaposition of alcohol is just as important as having it. Yeah. So
4: Sometimes you just need to surround
0: yourself with good things. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, we're going to do 18 minutes of just this subject. So cool. That's great. But Also fun for your listeners. Yes. Um, but this is fun. I mean, I, I, I look forward to this festival every year. I know a lot of people that do. I know that there's a lot of people that travel in for this festival and they experience more than just uh the eating experience or a dining experience or connecting with one another but there's always like a learning experience and I especially I especially appreciate the theme this year which I would really that's your first question since last year we covered like where you come from and you know like what kind of eater were you growing up you're like oh finally I don't have to answer that stupid (laughs) question um but I want to talk to you about like off the eaten path like tell me You like that spin? What's that? (laughs) You like that spin? Yeah. (laughs) But tell me, you know, tell me a little bit about like where that comes from and also what does it mean?
4: Uh, For me, it means taking a moment to discover the things that are really, first of all, important in life, those undiscovered gems in the kind of nooks and crannies of the South. Um, and it means bringing in this talent that you may have heard of, but they may be on a kind of off dirt road type situation. Not literally a dirt road, but, you know, could be the Eden path yeah. could be um, or somebody who's up and coming in talent. And I think that's been one of the things for us with the festival that has always been important is that we keep our eye out for the next great people who are doing really amazing things and are surrounding themselves with really great talent, um, beverage and food talent who are teaching them and that they're learning from along the way and that they're getting to experience things. Like Atlanta Food and Wine Festival and the other great events that go on in our country so that you have this opportunity to share that with the world.
0: Cool. I think that's really what resonated with me so much is that it's it's uncovering either someone or someone's story or really what the implication is to cuisine or culinary growth and development foodways throughout yeah. the South, Southeast Um that you know is giving people really great platform. You know, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I really love being able to to hear people's stories because it's so inspiring to me. But especially what someone might be doing in a place that you know, I don't know if you if you're from Georgia and you've never been to Arkansas, there's probably a lot of people that are in that realm. Like yeah. they've just never they've never gone. You need to
4: find them. Yeah, you need to discover what they have so to, for,
0: for all to share. The, yeah, for all of you, uh, we'll we'll do a round table of why you should visit Arkansas. But um, <laughs> you're really into Arkansas today.
4: I really dig it. I, I love like it. it. Yeah. We we used to I feel is this a summer vacation coming up
0: uh, well we used to road trip a lot and yeah. we would drive through like either usually westbound yeah like, through arkansas we would camp a lot like the ozarks are beautiful yeah it's um it's a very it's a very verdant landscape it
4: is yeah it's there's beautiful. so much of the country to discover i think that's one of the pieces that's really fun this you, you, yeah. you mentioned the road trip part and mm-hmm. i say that a lot when i talk about atlanta food and wine this is really atlanta by destination but the south by design and we want you to go out and explore we, we yeah. want you to take that road trip and go to the arkansas and the mississippis and the floridas and all of the southern states and everyone else, in the yeah. country. But
0: I know, like a four fun things to see. Yeah, like a four-hour kind of like radius that you can plot. You can do from some Atlanta. amazing things. Well, I mean, it changes so much. I mean, you're either yeah. all the way to the coast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, multiple. I mean, great. I mean, whether that's Charleston, Savannah, yeah, like Southeast Georgia, like um, you're into a lot of like historic coastline. But then, as you drive west, I mean, like you're passing Birmingham. Like you're even into, I mean, western. Tennessee, like there's just a lot, you know, yeah. and I think it's it's cool that Atlanta is such a great hub for that. But um but talk to me a little bit also about you know, just the, um, you know, some of the stories that you're really excited or just like some of the people who are actually traveling to Atlanta for food and wine. Like who are some of the people that you're excited about coming this year that haven't been in years past?
4: You know, one of the things that I'm going to, I'm going to answer slightly generally, because I think one of the things I'm most excited about is the plethora of new people who are coming to the right. festival that we have got such an opportunity to bring in these new faces and these new names. And we've got standbys, you know, you're not going to miss your favorite folks that you've been used to seeing, but to run down the litany of amazing new talent that is joining us over the weekend for me is pretty awesome that, you know, we've got people coming from, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Virginia, Arkansas, it's it kind of spans everywhere that we've gotten this opportunity to have these new faces and new names joining us that are really doing amazing things. And if I think back nine years, when we first started talking about Southern food and planning Atlanta Food Mine Festival, the people who you do know their names, um, the Sean Brocks and Ashley Christensen's and folks like that, Linton Hopkins and all of those Antiquatronos of the world, they didn't know those names then. And so it's been fun to see that evolve. And I see people coming up um, to join us for the festival and having that opportunity to have the stage and the space to tell their story and to talk about what inspires them and what makes them passionate about being in the kitchens and behind the bars. And that's the thing that makes me most excited is that you've got a, a number of people who are coming who are just excited and passionate and want to share that with everybody. And you get to see that at Atlanta Food 1. You get to eat it and taste it and drink it and kind of absorb it all in and watch it unfold.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of unfolding, I think, throughout three days that if you do jump from the Lowe's Hotel to the tasting tents to a dinner to another event that's either off-site, there's just a lot to soak in. There's a lot of faces. I, I think I've, I've just been next to people that don't realize that the person, but like that's Katie Button, like walking by you, yeah. you know, or Sean Brock. I mean, it's just, it's a very, it's, I think it's a very comfortable atmosphere, yeah. you know? So, but like you said, these people who have built so much of, you know, culinary landscape and foodways in the South yeah. just in the past nine years are even shorter yeah. than that. I know, And they're all like here. Yeah. So it's, um, to me, it's another testament of really what makes Atlanta such a great city for eaters, you mm-hmm. know, like that this is kind of this you know, just, um, you know, great culinary storm that happens over, you know, four days. Yeah. And you get to experience so many people and their stories and like what inspires them. And, and some of my favorite things are just the conversations that happen at like 1130 at night with yeah. people who don't live here, but they're here for food and wine. Yeah. You know, and it's, everybody's just got like a cool energy about them. You It's
4: know, like then, a chef's camp yeah. for me. It's I one of my favorite things is to sit in the lobby um, of the hotel and to watch all these folks pour totally. into the lobby and just like, Oh my God. To see you and just like the conversations that are had yeah. from the moment you step in the festival to the moment that they leave. I mean, I I can even picture myself standing in the lobby on Sunday morning, you know, with the like reluctant goodbyes of, all right, Yeah, I guess we'll see you. I know. Next and time.
0: one of my favorite things from last year, specifically this this memory just kind of popped into my mind is like uh, sitting over at Third Space, uh, Asha's place, yeah. you know. And then there's just a bunch of people that like I know some people I don't know, and then um, you know some people who are you know I would say they're pretty well-known celebrities, you know, and then some guy just pulls out like a Tupperware of like, Hey, um, I wanted everybody to try this panna cotta that I made. And everyone's like, yeah, sure. just digging into it with spoons. Like no one's like, no one's asking for a plate. It's just, yeah. it's, it's like family, it's community, but everybody just has this like, absolutely yes. Like move forward and just have fun with the weekend. It's That's really cool. so
4: fun that you say that because when we started thinking about creating Atlanta Food and One, it was that that drove us. It was the, I want to stand in a room with people and have some amazing talent tap me on the shoulder and be like, "Have a bite of this."
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me more. You're like, I'm allergic to that, like, I, but I don't care. It's cool. I'm gonna eat it. Just let's do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, well, there's so much to look forward to. Yeah, I thanks. mean, it's uh, again very imminent, and I think everybody is probably buzzing with excitement. Again, like, there's so. there's so much happening, and I, I just I really can't wait to hear, um, and also just like really help tell a lot of those stories of you know what's going to happen throughout this four-day period of people who mm-hmm. either call Atlanta home or they're visiting here specifically for this event. But yeah. um, but it's really cool. And I think, again, like, you know, you talk about nine years ago and all the way up to now and then the festival that's happening this year. Um, there's so much of that that really goes into making Atlanta such an amazing city to be an eater. You know, yeah. you get to experience it not only just through – Going to the tasting tents and you know trying food but you have to experience more of what really inspires the food which i like yeah so. i think
4: that that's true about the south that you get this opportunity in the south to kind of see it become more of itself every year you you know it's the traditions that influence the great things that talent are doing and um, and you see that come to life in all the different things that they're bringing to the festival
0: for sure well i'm going to depart but i will see you at the lowes hotel and out and about um i'm excited about that in just a few weeks but thanks you thank you again (laughs) elizabeth for being on the show it's such a pleasure yeah look forward to it Many, many thanks go out to everyone who joined me for this quick episode. And if you'd like to purchase tickets for this year's festival, they're still on sale at atlfoodandwinefestival.com. And I hope to see you there. This podcast is recorded all over our beautiful city and edited over on the east side of town by me, your host. Hello again. Our design is headed up by JJ Getz. And if you like what you hear, you can support the show right now on Patreon for just $5 a month. I'm your host, Ben Getz, and you've been listening to the Atlanta Foodcast. Stay hungry.